Yo, what it do? Air Talks. Appreciate anybody listening. And I want to tell y'all a little bit about me. You know, as I learn more about myself, it helps with my everyday business. So it makes a lot of things that I do um, wisdom-like because I'm learning more about myself. You know, it's like sometimes you should hold your tongue and sometimes you should go ahead and say what you have to say, but you have to use wisdom and, and discretion to do those things. So... Funny event, I go to do some photography. Um, a friend of mine, shout out to my friend. She didn't want to meet me also. The energy for her to meet me and everything is, was big, you know. We we just talked online. And, um, you know, I'm getting into photography now, so things are really looking you know, looking up and looking different. Because now since February 2020, basically when the corona pack dropped, um, a lot of people scared. A lot of people still scared. A lot of people still quarantining. Um, but for a minute, I was really adamant at not meeting nobody, doing no venues now it's december it's been going close to a year and now i'm looking at like okay i gotta get out here no matter if this virus is out here i just um pray that i'm immune and then pray i can stay on a regiment full of herbs if you out here living like there's no disease spreading, then that's foolish. Okay, I don't care if it's the if you know I don't know what I'm talking about or not. If you're not medicating yourself and you know it's a virus out here that over two hundred thousand people have died, um, that's foolish. Now that's completely foolish. If you living like there was there's nothing that there's no influenzas being passed around and uh taking antivirals especially antivirals like sage eucalyptus um other antivirals like lemons um man that's foolish okay even if you gotta go into the store and just buy the buy the herbs um I think that will add to your immune defense. Um, Most people should already have known that, but a lot of us is not picking up that Schumann, Shaman way of life that a lot of us blacks come from. We come from a Shaman way of life. Uh, Whether we want to accept it or whether we want to say that we come from an MTV, BET way of life. You know, we come from MTV way of life. That's for, you know, the new babies. But we really historically, anciently come from a healing, 
society. Um, not gonna try to act like we was perfect and angels, uh, but we definitely knew what our enemies were. And um, don't get it confused. The way that these people are handling this coronavirus is very, very um, confusing. And if you think that we're supposed to be respecting their mindsets to how they treat this coronavirus, and you think we're supposed to be um, having that same type of mindset, like that's us, like the English Western way of medicine, like that's who we are spiritually and comedically and um, it's not, it's not close. These people are trying to let everybody catch it to see who's immune. This has been going on since um, maybe halfway through it, they realized that they couldn't stop it, period. Um, and they just want to see everybody who can catch it so they can find out who's immune and create this vaccine. But nobody's really pushing towards God's nature and how the herbs and how um, different medicines can heal you. And it's very, very sad. It's like the Western people, Western health people, it's like they... It's like we only can do so much. It's their attitude. It's only so much we can do. Because when it gets, when a person health get too complicated, we can't figure it out. Pre-existing conditions. Then, you know, um, there's not there's not much we can do. Um, sorry, we got it wrong. Blase, all this other shit that um. You know, they tell the people when the battle should be in the knowledge and not waiting on the vaccine. Now, rest in peace to the people that died. Um, I'm not picking up too much information about people from the people that's dying from the coronavirus. It's not coming to me. It's weird because usually, usually, um, you know, I have a connection with something like that. You know, empathetic, we have connections to, like, large killings. We can feel the emotions, like, or, or like somebody famous dying, like Kobe Bryant. Empathetically, you feel that. You feel a little sorrow. You feel a little sadness. But with this, it's like, um, it's just more divine. And um, when you, it's more divine as far as it was supposed to happen. So it's not that much sorrow. When, if something's supposed to happen and, and God planned it, and it's supposed to happen, it's less, it's less sorrow, sorrow. Okay, especially, you know, um, you haven't lost nobody yet. Um, but you have, you feel it. But how we feel, all this sorrow for somebody like Kobe Bryant. 
for Nipsey Hussle. You see what I'm saying? We could feel that energy. But with this corona, um, you know, unless you closely connected to it, um, I'm not getting no message, me personally, from, um, you know, a lot of people that died, they try to play the race game, but when they played the race game, what they did was they said the black people are more susceptible to it. That's really a low blow because it's really a low blow because, you know, the media is trying to control this divine thing. Media is a, a goddess in itself. The name media is a goddess in itself that's worship amongst a lot of production people. Don't get it twisted. And then it's this divine thing that's coming through from God, this um, wiping out thousands of people uh, on a daily basis. Connections like how Moses um, knew that the angel of death was going to come through and take everybody um, that didn't have this type of blood on blood on their doors, you know, didn't have this type of um, sacrifice or sacrifice uh, animal blood on their doors back in that time, but it's a little bit different now, and now it's about the blood of Jesus, and if it's on your life, you have a protection, and that's according to Christian-like beliefs, so, um, it's a divine thing. So, you know, when everybody was trying to, anciently, when everybody was trying to connect their languages together and build this tower um, to actually reach the heavens, um, it only made sense that everybody translated, everybody worked together, whether whatever color civilization they come from, it made sense that they worked together to build this place. They had to translate each other's status. And it kind of sounded like, okay, the other civilization then got information from the Egyptians. Um, they had to learn how to build. They had to learn how to translate from what the Egyptians used as metal nature to this French and French and European, all these English languages and and all this other stuff. So everybody had to translate in order to work together to build this this infrastructure up to the heavens. But right now it's looking like okay. Some people just don't want to work together and build up to these heavens. And some people don't want to understand that that shit that you're talking about come from somewhere. Okay. Um, you can continuously think it came out the, the thin air and you continuously say things like it's nothing new under the sun but how much of the history 
How much of the history have you studied? You know, if you say there's nothing new in the sun, you understand you need to look into history. Uh, a lot of us not. But um, holistically is a way of using words to heal, but it's almost like it's encoded. It's encoded in the soul. It's encoded in the spirit for you to know how to take words and translate them on your own. And um, the Europeans understand that, but they had to they have to create something of their own, their own type of medicine. And I think they call it, um, they call it different type of medicines. There's so many medicines that come out every diff, every few years. It's a lot of, so they got to translate the holistic medicine for what they understand, what they can use. And then a lot of us fall into it. But when we look at it, we can translate it because when you're working together, you can say, okay, they're trying to crack your back and make it and call it chiropractic. Well, in reality, that's the spine kundalini needing healing. It needs to be arranged a certain way um, before it was chiropractic. It was the Native Americans doing it, naturally. And before them, I'm sure um, the Chinese, or what, what we call them, Mong the Mongols, and the other, um, we call them something else, Asiatics. Asiatics, they were working with the spine. So it so you can even go to a chiropractic office today because I worked in one. And it's only that's only one small piece of, of of medicine. There's only a small piece of it, but it's lot it's largely known. And they'll they'll tell you the ancient times it was a lot of back back problems and spine and spine healing and all this other stuff. And techniques to heal the spine and different machines that that's align your the back to today a Western medicine that you have to go to school for six to eight years for called chiropractic. The shamans and the medicine people was doing it way before with no degree. It's just the Western culture takes makes you sit down and have to learn it in a definition. So now when you got it, you don't have the you don't have the shaman techniques. You have the European chiropractic techniques. And it's hard to really cut out of that um because it'll take generations to to run it because you're you're gonna run it in a complete circle and it's gonna go to the sons and the daughters and the daughters and the sons of the sons and the daughters so in that time you just 
hope that it's a certain amount of ascension and alleviation up out of that Western culture where everything has to be defined and it's not, it doesn't relate to the ancient times. You know, you want to go back into the what relates to the ancient times, but be doing it now. And the healing is like that. It's like, okay, we need a chemical, but we need a chemical from natural herbs. You know, we don't necessarily, we don't necessarily need the the virus. The virus is, um, is so strong that the cure has to be even stronger. So people are going to take it and people are going to fall out because they're catching the, they catching the corona. Basically, they're getting pieces of the corona. Somebody else's flesh that had the disease also. Somebody else's um, DNA. And they're putting it in them. And then once they put it in them, it might not be, the corona might not be what packed the punch. But what packed the punch is the reactant that's put in it to destroy the coronavirus. So it's like you having a chemical reaction inside of you, you're going to pass out, you're going to overheat, your brain it, your brain is going to get some miscommunication and it's going to hurt. It's going to feel like a migraine. And um, some people, some people going to get taken out. Now, if you feeling that, and these chemicals sustaining your system for five to ten years after the fact. You can't, you know, you don't want to do the grapefruit. Grapefruits and lemons. You don't want to clean your blood system out. You don't, you know, and you take this stuff and it's sitting inside of you. And it's just weathering you away from the inside out. You see what I'm saying? Um, that's why going back into the shamans and belief systems and the other doctors' systems is smart. Um, you'll see other countries reach out to garlic. You know, you'll see them reach out to sage. You'll see them reach out to these natural things, holistic things. But in the Western culture, you'll see them run away from it as if it doesn't matter anymore. You know, um, trying to destroy the fact that those things could help. But um, besides all of the health talk, because ain't nobody messing with shamans. Shamans have been around forever. I call them shumans. They've been around for, they're going to continue to prolong because um, certain cultures is reclaiming lands and stuff, reclaiming their territories. It's only right because of the wickedness that was put forth um, in the name of other people, gods, to destroy um, the original people. And um, 
you know, as it as it returns, it's a plus. You know, it was put into captivity. It was put into captivity for a very long time. Um, and as long as it's people that don't realize that it is a paradigm shift, as long as people that don't realize that the stars are moons and planets is above you working. As long as the people that don't get in tune with that, it's still going to be like that. Still going to be captivity until, you know, God come and pull them up out of their bodies and have they, you know, God come and get, come. God comes and reclaim them. Um, then, you know, the victory comes. But if you are able to look past this captivity mindset then you know it helps the overall it helps everybody you know what I'm saying don't just it ain't just about you it helps everybody when you um start to look into the universe and everybody I know is always like yeah I already knew this um or yeah, I feel like I already had this in the bag. You just awoke it, woke it up for me, right? So that's the that's where um, that's where a lot of people headed. You see, a lot of people in two thousand nineteen are struggling. All of a sudden, they got it made. I think it. I think they ain't got it made, but they definitely not out here starving. It's a lot of people that's getting opportunities, whether it is, whether it's a new job, promotion, a new hustle, booming in business. A lot of people is going that direction. I see it's a promotion stage, but also has to do with certain people coming out of captivity. Okay. Certain certain people of us was arrested and locked up and put in shackles for nothing for nothing so it's what we constantly um are sorrowful about now we always feel like we're getting locked up for nothing we didn't do nothing we all this has been going on for hundreds of years it just translates to um what we see now and what we see now um, is some some forms of captivity, some forms of freedom, a way in, way out. We see a little bit of it depending on what our minds, where our minds is at. You know, it's still people, you know, fighting, fighting cases, scared to go, you know, on the way to, on the way to lock up. You know what I'm saying? There's still some people that's on the way to freedom. And certain people getting exonerated. You seeing them? But it's um it's all where your mind sits in this, but it's still historically is us some of us is going into captivity, some of us is coming out of this captivity. Just really depend it could be a generational thing, spiritual thing. To where the people that was causing disunity back in their 
back in the past that they related to people that was destroying the unity is the people that's now going back into the captivity and this is way before I'm talking about I'm talking about 1400s, 1500s around those times I'm talking about early centuries we the sons and daughters, we the descendants of them so we paying for a lot of their iniquities and some of them some of them were kings and queens and leaders that promoted uh promoted um the thing that we that we um they prom some of them promoted war hostility wickedness destruction despair some of them brought that into the rulership they had to 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 contain order you see what i'm saying so now it would be a full circle to where the karma is being reaped for that and also the people that was in captivity for these hundreds and thousands of years could now be um going now going into freedom what we call freedom um what i call freedom is different what somebody else call freedom people call freedom different things like some people think freedom is you know getting all the money in the world and being able to do whatever you want to or having your own um you know that's some people's definition of freedom but my definition of freedom is the ability to um be able to think things through and have the power to make them change you see what i'm saying if i got the power to make you um not hurt my people no more that's freedom okay if i got the power to make you do whatever i tell you to do then you know they can they can be on the ranks of freedom, especially if we've been in captivity and now we have power to make you do whatever we say, then that's that's really freedom. A lot of people are thinking about, oh, trying to look like looking free, you know, trying to buy your way into freedom, you know, but that ain't how that go. Um for some it works. For some it works. For some it doesn't. But I will say this: if you had enough money to go to a country town, buy all the land, then definitely that's not that's not close to captivity. That's actually what you do, what you call freedom. And then being able to stay away from everybody, everybody that has brought captivity to you after buying all of this land. And basic, basically, disassociating yourself with the kept, with the people that put that's enslaved you, then that's freedom, you know. But as long as, you know, it's a. As long as this, this false sense of unity, because in this false sense of unity, like I said, people past lives, whether white or black. And I wasn't even thinking about whites when I said that about past life people, kings and queens, promoting 
promoting sectionalism, promoting disunity, the opposite of harmony, promoting the promoting this war. Um, those people got the past lives is what's causing a lot of hell on um, a lot of descendants' lives. Okay. Okay, because if you a descendant from somebody who um, has took millions of souls and bought and kills and then um, you gotta understand it's a it's a part you playing it and as a as a descendant, I just say constantly be aware, constantly be praying because in order to even find out about a past life correctly you have to be in in a certain um certain realm of thought you have to be able to be in a certain realm of strength to be able to pick that up because most people are not gonna pick that up and most people gotta go pay to find out when it just take a lot of heavy meditating when you pay the people to find out they tell you it's through your meditation and looking through, looking through um, uh, ancestral memory, because that's what people slacking on. We saying ancestor this, ancestor that, but we're not thinking about the ancestral memories and magic that you gotta use in order to get a lot of answers. You're not gonna get no answers from somebody who. Is only thinking about the newest bike or the newest car. You're not gonna get those memory. You're not gonna get those answers by looking at people who stuck in 2020 and this 2020 jump. Um, and that's perfectly fine because it's a position to play. It's position. There's some people position to look at. Only what's going on now and not really show no love or, or respect to the past. And then there's some people that need to go deep dig deep in the past and strengthen up the people that uh, don't know the difference between the past and the present or the future. You see what I'm saying? Because we, we really living in the future, creating it. Um, it's just... How strong is some? How strong is our intentions towards what we're doing? That's what really makes a difference. And you have an intention. Intentional thought is a skill in itself to have control and power over. Um, Cause you can be carrying out the intentions of um, Donald Trump. You see what I'm saying? You could be carrying out the intentions of this uh, Joe Biden. You see what I'm saying? If you don't have control of your intentions, a lot of people's intentions, it's just to share love and light. Okay. Then the stronger they get at sharing love and light, the, the more powerful they are at it. It's adding on to the intentions of things. Um, mine is to keep harvesting and getting wisdom at least to the highest type of riches that you can get. Okay? Uh, I'm really hoping the money come with it 
But if the highest amount of riches is this wisdom and connecting to the the soul realms, the afterlife, whatever you want to call it, then that's just that's where it has to be. I had to make the decision to, to follow wisdom, not knowing where it was gonna take me, except it was gonna it was gonna get me to a certain type of riches. Okay, so um, whatever your intentions, you go for it. I hope this uh. Hope this works for some of y'all. And God bless. What's up, people? Air Talks. And um, I was having these conversations with them myself. And I had dropped some knowledge on myself. When I do that, I drop knowledge on myself. But I realize what I, what I be doing is when I'm getting the knowledge... Sometimes it's an ancestor that has been with me that um that's speaking. And um you don't really know like that because some of us is some of us have really fucked up our connections with our ancestors very bad to the point where, you know, um we're not showing respect to our loved ones, really, after they're gone. Um, but there's a lot of forgiveness up. It's a lot of forgiveness up there. You know, once you forgive this body, you die. You some you 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 into another realm. You know, you gotta forgive this body, and then the people up there's more likely they live. You know. If they lived and they understood forgiveness, I'm sure, um, you know, they they forgive some of us, I'm sure. I would think that. And that's what you hear a lot of people say, um, that the spirit, once they move on, is always come back and say, hey, don't worry about that. Hey, don't stress that. Because there's a lot of forgiveness. But, um. A lot of us is listening to information about ancestors, um, and it's really, it's really questionable. Cause the way I started to learn this through um, the, let's say, the African way of looking at ancestor. That's important to know at the black way of looking at ancestors. Then the way we look at ancestors on is Instagram or when we search. You know, we search what is an ancestor or we look in the Bible and it's got ancestor, 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 ancestors. Follow your ancestors, listen to your ancestors, do what your ancestors say. Be thankful for your ancestors. That's in the Bible. Um, but how should we look at it personally? Uh, because the Bible's wisdom was taken from ancient, ancient wisdom. Okay, so ancient black wisdom, the beginning, beginning of wisdom come from God, was with God, right? 
Because wisdom is a thing in itself, but God's over, over, over it all. But there is a God of wisdom. There is a God of um, unity. It's a God, so many different aspects of this one God. And people get lost right there. Well, is it one God or is it two? Is it two or is it one? And they, you leave them right there. You know what I'm trying to pick it up. Because if they right there, they got to they gotta break it down on their own. God got to hit them across the head. God got to take everything from the final sea. God got to put them in, you know, in, like he put a lot of us into captivity so we can learn. We can learn what we we can get the wisdom that we need to. Sometimes, you know, sit still or get the message to you. You know, we always run up and running. Um, but I ain't got no problem being being small. I ain't got no problem being little um, because it just reminds me to constantly be working, constantly be moving. And constantly set the difference. The difference is God. When you start to use it, start to use the name, um, you'll see a lot of unnecessary um, judgments and talk and words start to become um, more vainly than anything or egotistic than anything. So make sure you're using God and make sure you use your special spiritual language. Constantly talk in it. Talk in your spiritual language. Uh, people underestimate that. They underestimate that. And um constantly use it because it'll make a lot of these a lot of the wicked intentions and and the perspectives other people set on as a as a spirit um you'll be able to you know fend yourself off if you're using your if you're using your um savior's names and the god names you'll be able to fend off a lot of that ignorance because a lot of people, for instance, they say, oh, you ain't going to never be nothing. You ain't going to never achieve nothing. When really they could use one word to say that. They could really just say, okay, we wish evil on you. What's the, what's the main, what's the main wicked word? We, it's Satan. So all they would have to do is just put, say Satan. Or they will have to say demon on you or something like that. Well, it's up to you to turn around and use the wisdom that God give you to use your words as a def as a defense. And you you don't have to tell them. You don't have to be in their face and do it. Sometimes it feel like that because you want to see it work for yourself, but. That would be too egotistic itself, you know. Um, 
especially if it's not your purpose to be trying to control people up close, it could it get dangerous. That's the dangerous part of the spiritual thing. When you try and, you know, try and use these words uh, for your good, but it turned out to be, you know, it turned out to be more like a physical attack, you know. Um, these demons and this devil will, when they realize the words don't, it's not working against you, there's, then they'll send the people. And it'll be people that's just being used. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of these shootings and reckless killings go on because the body of that person was being used by this, this spirit of jealousy, envy, hate. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Um, so you use the words of your ancient people. I use the words of the comedic people. Because I found out how close our bloodline is to the comedic people. Um, it's, it's very, very easy. It could easily be you doing, you, um, especially brown, black skinned people that is connected to some of the kings of ancients, ancient Egypt and ancient Africa. And it can, it can, you know, it don't take too much to do ancestral, um, ancestral memory and connect the, connect the dots. Um, I could care less. I could feel it in my bones when I'm doing, like, traditional stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a connection there. And it's a thing where it's like, get over the nervousness of you doing something that's, that it's already been done. But you got people around you that have no clue how far, um, how far this goes and how it connects to today like even the word thug can be connected to ancient India cause the thuggies were were the bad guys in India in the 1800s in the 1900s and they got the same rules that the thug that the thug in America or whatever, whoever call themselves thug in the same rules. It's a don't get caught. And this was in the 1900s. I'm talking about the late 1800s, early 1900s. So this is, so these traits and characteristics have been following through for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, we just used different types of definitions to try and explain them. And we also have somebody who felt like they could uh, put us in captivity and still keep us in captivity 
on the way to on the way to now basically keep us in captivity change up the way we think to a slavery mindset and then make us uh weaker when it comes to these cultural traits that have been here for thousands of years all of a sudden it's a cutoff all of a sudden you're not this all of a sudden you're not connected to the kings all of a sudden you need to watch the white and the white kings and queens you need to watch them as if these were the people that were um these is the ones that's part of the the capturing of you but we watching those kings and queens buy their diamonds and jewelry they got bigger diamonds and bigger jewelry um you know you got you got blacks now you got and i'm sure back in that time you know the moors is now the rich kings the massimosas you got the rich kings um you still see it today in rich athletes, rich rich entertainment stars with wealth. But the person that's trying to take all that away is the person that um that is that's trying to cut cut off all of that connection to make it their connection. And I've I spiritually seen that. Um, not saying it's it's not no exceptions because I believe some of the some of the ancient Egyptians were lighter, lighter skin, very, very light skin, almost like look white. So it is some it is some descendants of those of the of that melanated culture, of that God culture in some of the people that's here with lighter skin. But um your ancestral memory give you your answers. And some of us um is descendants of people who play positions in those kingdoms, right? But you still got people that tell you to cut off your folks. That's like that's like somebody telling you to cut off your dead grandmother. Um, and, you know, mess with these characters, you know, read after these characters and follow this rule, but forget about you, you know, people that passed on. It's like, it, 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 it became very simple for me while studying that that's what that was about. And what that, what that does is that weakens that weakens the ancestral memory, which is not to be downplayed, and that weak weakens the generations and what's passed on the bloodlines. Cause now the mind gets weaker and dumbed out, and it just passed down. As the mind gets weaker, no more learning, you know, no more, uh, no more different, no more. Um, no more than one language, you know, and slang the language, Ebonics and language inside of English. So it looks really, really crazy because English ain't even mastered, but then we doing a different language. So, you know, them cutting us off from 
and telling us not to go with our ancestors is actually against what our God tell us to do as blacks. He don't tell us to forget about these people and just move on. We supposed to be we supposed to understand what they, what they strengths was in life and we supposed to use them to benefit those strengths and that power and that um, love um, to continue on and keep on because then you become the ancestor. ancestor. You don't want you don't want to be the ancestor that you know um, everybody forget about you. You can't even you know your spirit has no strength. has no power. It has no love. It doesn't even exist. Um, after death. You see what I'm saying? So, be careful anybody leading you into not having no power, not having no love, not having no strength. You know, they telling you, you know what I'm saying? Don't work out. Just eat. They telling you don't be strong. They telling you don't even think about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, they tell you, hey, don't even think about it, man. Um, you know, this that transitions down to your descendants, your ancestors. It's a, it, I mean, your descendants. Um, it really, it really fucks up a lot of things when you cut off somebody from their parents. It really fucks up a lot of things when you cut off people from their their cultures. You see what I'm saying? And you cut off not just a culture, it's deeper than that. It's like when you cut off certain ancestors, you know, um, you miss out on a lot. You start putting a rubric up. Okay, which ones were good? Which one? Which ones were bad? You know what I'm saying? Which one? Now you cutting everything off by the rules of somebody else telling you, uh, you know, yeah, your your ancestors was never with you. They blase blase. Somebody will tell you that because that's they they intent might be and they they might be unintentionally saying it, but what they saying is cut off your people. So, cut off your people. So, you know, um, by the time your next your next generation come, they'll be doing the same thing, cutting off their people. The next generation cutting off their people. Next generation, oh, I'm my own. Then the next generation, and it's nobody else. That generation, that generation gonna die. Cause, it's so many cutoffs, cutoff, cutoff here. No more, no more reproduction. Cut off, cut off. No more, uh, it's okay to uh, 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 have sex with another man. No more kids. The the, the, the man can't get pregnant. Um, things start to slow down and stop. See what I'm saying? So, that was never the blacks' culture. Or the people that was taken captive. I ain't going to say blacks because it was Indians that were 
consider um, black slaves too in some ways. But it's still a cutoff on that too. Some Indians already don't want to have nothing to do with Africans because um, Indians were here way before way before um, the capture of the slaves. But enough, of, enough said of that. You just got to um, be able to know know what side of, what side of play you is and what position you play on the side of play you cannot play that you cannot play each and every position you can't be acting like a slave but literally you was free your ancestral ancestral self was free you know what I'm saying and what's worse is when two people get together and have a child but don't understand nothing about the freedom or not understand nothing about the captivity, then, you know, you have, then it's up to the child to find out, okay, freedom, captivity, what what does it look like? What is it really? And if you leave it up to the child most of the time, most of the time, they're not going to get it right. They're not gonna understand. So they could be thinking that they they could be thinking that they in captive captivity when they free. And the other child could be thinking that they free when they really in captivity. So it's a play of those two. And uh, I guess that's what we're gonna make this one right here about. Um I don't know, this is just a this light information. People people's souls and Spirits, they already know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I get I get kind of angered now. I don't get angry, but I'm just getting wiser to realize that the people that I'm trying to speak to about this, they already know it. Um, sometimes you can tell from somebody's body language. Watch people's body language when you're having these, these, these conversations with them. And um, you'll see them fold their arms. When you see them fold their arms, that means they're trying to keep the knowledge. They're trying to keep the knowledge outside of them. Something is angering them. And that you're saying. Um, but sometimes they don't watch their body language. And they doing it. And you you putting all this new information in them. Or you, get, or you just, you know. Sprinkling on them and um, not realizing they already know this shit. But one thing you never do really is you never, you never in that spiritual intelligence, never hold back nothing from somebody that um, needs to hear. If it's something telling you. Don't tell this person um, something spiritual. It could be a spirit trying to sabotage your life. Um, when you got something doing secrets, holding secrets, you have to be very, very careful of that. 
Um, some people try to kick it with these, with the, with some of the wickedest spirits, but they, you, they, that shit is not. Um, that shit is not uh, where it's at. It's not even for your best interest. You know, it's not even gonna make you the richest. It it'll make you rich, but it's not gonna make you the richest you could be. You know, you can have a whole bunch of wisdom and a little bit of money and be good more than having a whole bunch of money with no wisdom. You see what I'm saying? You you're gonna be good. You're gonna look good, but you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be good. You're gonna look good, but you ain't gonna really. Uh, you're not really having that wisdom like that. To if you have a spiritual uh, intervention, um, you're not gonna have the wisdom to know that that's what's going on. You're not gonna have the wisdom to know that some of the people that you um, up against, you're really just up against them in the spiritual realm. You want to take it now. You want to take it to to the land. But at the end of the day, um, you know, that's, that could be a setup to get you killed. You see what I'm saying? You could be going against some demons and, uh, you know, confuse them with somebody you run up, in, run up against. And um, they kill your ass. And... Uh, you know, that's just a sad story, but it's it's like happens all the time. It happens all the time. People confuse what they getting in the spirit for what what's really going on, and that's this trap sets you up for death. So, with that being said, freedom, captivity. The thing is, a lot of us don't recognize the captivity because we don't see no white dudes with pitchforks at our house. But guess what? They be at people's houses. They was at your ancestors' houses. You know, it's your great-grandmothers, great-grandfathers. They was around in their neighborhoods causing hell. But that's what happens when you listen to somebody that tell you, don't connect with your ancestors. Because if you connect with your ancestors, they're going to tell you, um, especially if they still have some resentment, they're going to tell you, man, these white folks ain't no good for you at all. At all. And um, what's crazy is when you start trying to overlook it, you'll get accepted a little bit. You know, most people will know. But if you do your studies, you'll find out that you have to be very, very careful of teaming up and trying to be peaceful with somebody with somebody who got ancestors who used to cut your balls off. Okay? They used to cut your balls off and sell them. So... That wasn't too long ago. That was like 50, 60 years ago. So you got to, so even though you want to trust and be cool with um, 
these 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 other people they still some of them one out of a hundred just being nice one out of a hundred that one out of a hundred could be the problem and it's more than that it's like 10 out of 100 you know 100 good white people 100 white people who done got over the fact that that that's not trying that's not worried about trying to castrate your balls and mob your whole family for no reason other than the fact that you know um you know you're supposed to be a slave um you know and some people still stuck in their mindset because that's their ancestors and to be honest with you if they go back into their ancestry they ain't gonna see nothing but you know you know skulls of dead folks probably and you know, less likely to see uh angel with wings if they come from the group of people that castrate the balls and generations and all this other shit, you know, selling, burning, burning um, our ancestors alive. You see what I'm saying? That's like they scared of Django, history of Django. When they see somebody with dread, what they call dreads, you know, they get a little fearful, you know, because they know what Django did back in that time, and that's an ancestor. So they scared of that, too. But blacks is also scared of whites because of what large groups of, large groups of these whites did, you know, and... um it's still going on today. And don't think they these missing children is just missing and they ain't doing nothing to the, to the young babies. They is. You know what I'm saying? And they getting caught for it and some of them get paying it off. Some of them killing themselves before it come out. You know? Um, some people getting killed so they can't release the information. But, you know, freedom and captivity. Don't be fooled. Um, captivity ain't really, ain't really stopped even past the mindset. Like I said, shit that they doing to the, to the youth. You know what I'm saying? Um, sacrificing babies. You know what I'm saying? To different gods that they worship on, on certain days. Just like ancient Egyptians, Egyptians, but we got people who hear that uh, turn a blind eye to that, you see what I'm saying, they'll turn a blind eye to it, because it's not what they, it's not what they trying to look at, you know, it's more important things to do, but, you know, that's them playing their position, and, uh, the truth is, ain't a, the truth is, it's nothing about your family that's turning, family turning on you, haters. They don't have nothing to do with that. The truth is, the slave mentality, the history of slavery that's being used against you to not, so you can't get your strength. You can't get your strength back because, um, 
certain Caucasians just lusting over the fact that they had you in chains and they lust over the fact that they can put you back in the chains in the prison. They lust over that. That's what they love. That's what they're addicted to. Um, first set of police sheriffs was slave captures. You see what I'm saying? The job was to make sure slaves don't get out of line. See, that's the truth. And that's the truth that you need to face. Instead of going at your family for how they treat you, kicking you out, abusing you, and all that shit, that ain't the main truth to look at. Just because you know that and you can, you know, go at your family for they mishaps and failures and things that, you know, instead of, that's not the that's not the real root of the issue. The root of the issue is kept based in captivity and freedom. Hey, man, y'all be safe. And, yeah, I'm talking to you. Be safe out here. And, uh, yeah, I'm out.